Thank you for joining us for season two. If this is your first time listening, then we thank you for checking us out. If you're returning, welcome back. If you're just waiting for episodes you remember, I promise you they are coming and they are coming soon. If you like what you hear, then like us on SoundCloud and Facebook. Subscribe and give us five stars on iTunes. Every Friday morning, a new episode will come out so you can say TGIF with us. We thank you one final time for sitting through this entire intro, but now, here's another episode of the show. Welcome to the One Boy, One Girl, One World Podcast. Welcome to the One Boy, One Girl, One World Podcast, the podcast where one boy and one girl explore the world that is Boy Meets World. I'm Mike, and I'm joined this week and every week by my co-host and the Cory to my Topanga, Michelle. How are you doing this week, Michelle? I'm doing well. How are you? I mean, it's a little lonely. It's a little lonely this episode, not gonna lie. Lonely? Yeah, I mean, two episodes in a row with a guest... Oh, you just stuck with me now? Yeah, I guess I'm just stuck with you this episode. <laughs> I guess there's only two members in this band this week. <laughs> Bummer. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> you uh, got spoiled. By having Kimmy for two straight episodes? Yeah. Didn't have to do the heavy lifting. <laughs> Our audience got spoiled, too. Yeah, you guys got spoiled. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> this episode is going to let you down. <laughs> Way to bring it up. (laughs) Oh, I'm just saying. No, this will be a good episode. I mean, we'll see. But, oh, Michelle's already yawning. So that, (laughs) yep, it's a good sign. Good sign, guys. I had a lot of sugar today, but I am crashing hard. (laughs) Speaking of uh, crashing, you know, now, now, you know what? I was going to do a whole Dave Matthews band riff and I just gave up on it. <laughs> I was wondering where you were going. You know, whatever. Whatever. Well, if you are just joining us for the first time, well, you guys got some work to do. I mean, there's a whole first season of Boy Meets World you can listen to with us. And then we, we're eight episodes into the second season. So, I mean, you can guys can backtrack and listen to those. But for those who are new, the dynamic of this is that I am sort of the quote-unquote expert in Boy Meets World, and Michelle is just a mere rookie. We're watching together. Michelle is experiencing these episodes for the first time, and I'm re-watching, and we're experiencing it together. So essentially, we are like Mufasa and Simba, and then I am showing Michelle that she owns everything that Boy Meets World's light touches. And then five minutes later, I fall off a cliff and get run over by wildebeest. I don't know if that really applies to our situation. (laughs) Am I grasping at straws here? Yes. (laughs) Should I have done another Marvel-themed thing like I did in the first time I tried this? Yeah, I realize that based on the fact that Infinity War is out now. I feel like there's a lot of mentor-mentees you could have chose. Oh, yeah. Well, Mufasa and Simba is a mentor-mentee. That's his son. And then he dies. It's still... Yeah, well... (laughs) Yeah, I know. Anyway. Look, not all of these are going to be great. (laughs) I believe it. Oh, thanks. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) All right, well, let's just get into this, shall we? We are talking about Season 2, Episode 8, Band on the Run. It was written by Mark Blutman, Howard Busgang, and directed by David Trainer, and premiered on November 11th, 
1994. And as we like to start off every episode, we like to go and ask our friends at IMDb and Hulu how they would describe the plot of each of this episode. Our friends at IMDb say, Corey and Sean create a fake band for themselves to impress the girls in school. Their plan works perfectly, but the guys end up having to back up all their talk when Mr. Feeney books their band for the upcoming school dance. Kind of long. No? Yeah, a little bit. I mean... I feel like you could have cut some of that. <laughs> the Hulu plot summary is... Despite telling a humiliating lie to impress girls, Corey discovers that Topanga still likes him. That's not even... That's not even the plot. No, that's a dumb one. That's not even close. <laughs> Topanga's not in this episode <laughs> until the end. She's in it. But she, it's ba- she's basically not important until the end. Right, she's just in that one middle part. And it's not really a humiliating lie. It turns humiliating. It turns humiliating. But the lie itself is not. I mean, let's be honest on this one. Who's to blame on this lie becoming so horrible? It's these two bitches that fall in love with the fact that somebody has a guitar. (gasps) No, that's mean. These girls are dumb as a box of rocks. Sean at one point says that they they have to talk to their manager about something. They are in junior high. <laughs> well, they literally are the ones who went along with it. True. At Chevy's. True. Understandable. Very understandable. Nevertheless, these two are the first to hear this this horrifically dumb lie. And they spread it around like wildfire and then just go about it and get so disappointed in the end and angry when it's like, ladies, if this is, you get used to disappointment. They went along with a lie though, like really in depthly. They like carried instruments around and everything and said their drummer died. And like they had a whole story. Yeah. And at no point was it questioned by these dumb women. I apologize for saying bitches before and women now. They're they're seventh grade girls. I understand that there's a level of intelligence that is not met at seventh grade. Oh my god, you're horrible. But you could have said no, we're holding these for a friend. Thanks, bye. Oh, Corey and Sean are just as much to blame. But these women, these two girls, I'm gonna keep saying it. I'm gonna keep rechanging what I call them. I'm not gonna call them bitches again. Okay. But these two girls are essentially what caused the entire plot to spin. Mm-hmm. And at no at any point, none of them questioned the fact they kept. But it's like the last episode. Corey never stopped anything. He never said no to anything. He just kept going with everything. Yeah, you know this is okay. I get. I totally get that. We're learning that Corey is a pathological liar, <laughs> basically, and uh, does not know how to stop the situation. He's he's a victim of the snowball effect of his own doing, essentially, and of the doing of uh, sitcom plot writing. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> but like last episode, it was him. Not denying it. Like, he had the chance to be like, yes or no, did he bang Topanga? Right. And he said, oh, yeah, of course. Right. Whereas in this one, he's like, there was no, nobody saw anything. 
and he was like, somebody saw him with a guitar, and he, like, this one's an easier lie to continue. No, they didn't have to, like, bring instruments to school and everything. I think these two girls would have been, would have gone along with this lie, even if they didn't carry around the the guitar cases. I think that's how dumb they are. They probably would have forgot about it quicker. Oh, I'm sure they would have... Again, there's not... I don't think there's a brain in either of their skulls. Oh my god, you're the worst. I'm just... I, I'm just saying. We haven't even, like, started the episode yet. Okay, it... At the... We're gonna... We'll start at the opening of this episode, but... Corey is a villain. <laughs> Corey is a creepy villain. Yeah, remember that, um, oh, did I ever post that correct article? Yes. Yeah, yeah. where Corey is you the asshole of the show. <laughs> but in this episode, we open in Chubby's, and yes. Corey is walking up to random girls to ask them to the dance. And I can see why he's not getting many takers when he's going up to girls like this. Hi, my name is Corey. The seventh grade dance is Friday night, and I was just wondering if you I'm maybe sorry, wanted to. My know- grandmother's sick. <laughs> I guess that's just to show, like, oh, he's been doing this a while, or he's been at this a while. I mean, desperation stinks, you know? <laughs> it has a smell to it. But, yeah. I. <laughs> Just go alone, man. At that point. Just don't go at all. Or don't go at all. You're not forced to go to a dance. Right. Like, again, this is the the over-exaggeration and emphasis on, like, dances and stuff that these... Well, that happens in all the teen shows. Yeah, I know. But I'm just saying. I'm surprised they didn't have, like... um, I'm surprised they didn't have Sean have a girl to go with. Because they're always trying to play... Uh, Corey again, kind of against Sean, or I don't know why Sean couldn't have found a girl, and then that girl had a friend that would go with Corey. Yeah, I guess you could do it. This like plot that. doesn't need to happen. No, it's a very, it's a very filler episode. Oh, it's the but I liked it. Spoilies. Oh <laughs> yeah, so Corey gets shot down by this first girl, who turns out to be one of his adoring fans. Yeah, they use her again. Jeez. <laughs> oh, Limited casting on this. But they're sitting there and Corey is bragging about, or not bragging, but he's talking about how each, each, each woman, I keep wanting to say woman instead of girl. Each girl has given a different grandmother-esque excuse. Oh, to, yeah. Yeah. To turn him down one, for the dance. One's in the hospital, one's coughing up blood, another, <laughs> like, Okay. They're going to have bad grandma karma. Mm-hmm. That's why I... I, I never I, say stuff like that. No, no. I mean, I've I've killed off... Pl- uh, not killed off, but I've... Yeah, I think I've killed off a few family members who call off work. <gasps> really? I've never no, done that. No, no, no. I think it was the hospital. Never killed them off. Never killed them I, off. I never, ever that's have a, done that's that. That's a karma. Yeah, I don't want that kind of karma. I totally believe in that stuff. And I don't want that kind of karma. I just say I'm not feeling well. And most of the time I'm really not. <laughs> I don't think like I'm a nerd. And I only I think I literally missed one day of high school. 
Oh, well, calling off a high school is way harder than calling off a work, I, fi- I find out later as I join the workforce. <laughs> well, I never really call off work either. Well, that's because your parents had to call off, call you out of high school. At least in my school, I had to Yeah, do that. that's true. Um, but I didn't... Well, people can like him, like uh, you know convince their parents to call them out sometimes oh, yeah. or fake sick. Or, I don't think that... But I never did like fake sick or anything. And I hardly call off work now. <laughs> I have like an ass load of sick days. <laughs> and I use all of my sick days. <laughs> but so then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, two gentlemen <laughs> with uh, extremely long hair, one with extremely long hair, and one with, I believe, sort of a mohawky, short hair-looking thing, with guitar cases, decide to ask Corey and Sean to watch their guitars while they go to the bathroom. Right. They put the guitars in front of them. And this is the start of this hellish ep- episode. <laughs> and It's the, uh, what's the word? MacGuffin? Schism? Or what's the word? Cataclysm? Is that it? Whatever starts something. Yeah. But these two men drop this off and leave. And we only get a quick glance at these two gentlemen. (laughs) And one of them... Oh, Catalyst? Is that the word? Catalyst. There you go. I'm going to look it up. No, it's Catalyst. You're right. You're right. You're right. Catalyst. It's Catalyst. I keep talking. Well, I'm just saying that one of them looked very familiar. Who was that one of those people, Michelle? Adam Scott. Adam Scott. If you are a Parks and Rec fan, you would recognize him. If you are a Party Down fan, he is all over comedies. And he has some of the ugliest looking long hair I've ever seen in my life. The ugliest looking hair? Yeah, his hair was that long hair. It was very 90s. It was like very Chris Hardwick. Wild. What was it? It was was longer. What show was he on? Singled Out. Singled Out. No, it was like chin length. Oh, it was bad. But it was very 90s. Like, kind of that grunge. But he was supposed to be in a band. He was supposed to be a band. So, he was like plaid, kind of grunge looking. And I was like, I looked at his face, and obviously he looks so young, because this is so long ago. And I was like, is that, is that Adam Scott? (laughs) And you eeped? Yeah. And I had to pause the episode, so you could eep? (laughs) It was, it was. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he gave Corey the guitar to hold, and then they went, and then he went off to the bathroom, and then left for Pawnee, <laughs> never to be seen again. No, he left for Ice. I'm people who are a fan of Parks Rec are gonna be mad at me, but it was like Ice Town or something. <laughs> Ice Town or something. He was like a kid mayor or something. Anyway, I'm not gonna dig myself into this. Um. <laughs> yep. So, Corey and Sean are gifted these guitar cases. Sean, at some point, suggests that Corey ask Topanga. Yeah, he's like, don't you always just go with Topanga or whatever? Didn't he say that? Yeah, and he's like, Topanga's been my backup plan since I was five. Again, adding to the lore, because the timelines don't make sense. This is another fact that doesn't make sense. I like your song. I tried. It was off the top of the head. (laughs) And Corey's like, well, I'll just ask her tomorrow. But all of a sudden, this girl number one, 
who is donning a mwah leather vest that was so ridiculous uh, is joined by a blonde in a leather skirt because anybody who wears leather, they travel in packs. They're groupies. They're groupies. And the girls think that they are in a band because of these guitar cases. Yeah, they're like, oh, do you, why didn't you tell us you played? And they're like, oh, uh, yeah, we play. <laughs> and it's essentially one long improv game for the rest of this episode. <laughs> very bad. They're very bad at they're it. They're so too. bad. <laughs> and these girls are so dumb. So dumb. Well, you wouldn't have an episode if they weren't. I would take that. Cut off an episode in this season. I'd be so happy with that. I mean, I'd be fine with it, too, but I guess they wanted 23 or whatever. It's hard to think of 23 plots, you know. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, but then Adam Scott and friend come back, and they take their guitars with them, and the girls are like, you have roadies? These girls are dumb. <laughs> But then I think it just cuts. There's a lot of cutting in this episode. It it jumps around so weirdly. Yeah, a lot of jumping. We cut to the living room. Yeah, we go home. Where Corey finds Alan's old guitar. Yeah. And this is where we learn that Alan used to be in a band. Yeah. And... It's Alan's guitar. It's Alan's guitar. What did they say? In college he had a band? Is that what they were saying? Basically. Yes. Um... And uh, I was like, ooh, Alan with the guitar. Jesus Christ, stop. I wrote sexy. <laughs> yeah, his guitar is just a, is like the most basic of hippie guitars. Like, it has like a peace it sign It has a peace on sign it. on it. It's the craziest thing. <laughs> I was into it, though. I'm into the I'm into hippies. I don't know if you noticed this or not. And usually we talk about this at the end of this, of our analysis of an episode. But Amy comes in. And Amy is wearing the most ridiculous floral print blouse. <laughs> it's so loud and boisterous. It's got sunflowers, like huge sunflowers uh. all over it. It's red. I'm like, it looks like something that would be a bandana, but they had they were like, hey, we have extra fabric, so let's make shirt a shirt out of it. Sunflowers are very nineties. Oh yeah. For sure. Oh yeah. Definitely. Sunflowers on your jean jacket, sunflowers on your regular jeans, sunflowers on your hat. Very into it. Yep. I'm not into it, but they were into it. So this leads to Alan being just regurgitating from the mouth all of this stuff about him being in his band. Yeah, it's a lot of reminiscing for Alan in this episode, but his band was called The Tongues. Yes, thank you. I wrote that down as well. I went, that's... And I was like, ooh. <laughs> ooh you're, you're a disgusting person. And then they make the joke that um, in the beginning, Alan's like, this was about the music, it's about the cause, it's about the war, whatever he said. And then Amy comes in and, he's, and she's like, no, it was for the chicks. <laughs> And then Corey also says he's doing it for the chicks. That's what he says. Yep. The chicks. Basically just exposition. And then it cuts back to the school. That scene was like really fast. Oh, it, it was. It's like right back to school. So many cuts. And just a um, weird they're in thing. the hallway. And the girls, it's the girls in Shory, as I call yeah. them. <laughs> yeah, they, were, they have brought... Their own guitar cases. That, yeah, that's what we were talking about earlier. They have they cases with nothing in them. Empty. Yeah. They sandwich. are empty. He said he has his egg salad in there or the something. The girls could have <laughs> just checked. Could have. They haven't even. Why seen would they the, check? They haven't even seen their guitars. Like 
don't you want to if you're interested in the people in the band don't you want to see the guitar no. anything I mean, I wouldn't. Or you don't notice, you don't hear anything moving but a fucking sandwich in there. Like, you don't, these girls are so dumb. I can't get over it. I'm just told you, though, you wouldn't have an episode without this, without that. (laughs) But then they keep making more elaborate lies. (laughs) They're like, oh, yeah, we can't play right now. We're sorry. Yeah, Yeah. the girls want to hear them play so bad. Like they're like, I they never heard of. They're like, are you gonna play today? <laughs> and what are they? They're like, oh, our drummer died. <laughs> they're like, oh, but you should still play. <laughs> we don't care that your drummer died. And then they also, what you said earlier about when the manager, yeah, he's like our manager won't let us play. Yeah, today. let's let's let me break down what they describe about this hypothetical band. Sean says that they have a manager. That's one. Corey does say that the drummer died and that there's also a guy in the band that plays the guitar with his teeth. Oh, right. That's another lie. Yeah. (laughs) They're like, oh, yeah, the teeth guy. (laughs) So, yes. Elaborate lies. And then it kind of, and then it jumps again. Or did I miss something? No. No. This is where Topanga shows up. Oh, oh, you're right. Yeah, T- Topanga shows up and is wondering wh- what the hell they're doing. Yeah, she's like, "You're in a band. I didn't. Who are you?" Yeah, <laughs> they like she has. She's like, "This is." She knows this is cor- this is Shory. This is a Shory thing. <laughs> like this is a Shory dumb idea. Oh right, and then that's when she asks um, Corey. She says, "What's his name?" Jeremy asked me to the dance, but wanted to check with Corey on what he was doing for the dance. Yeah, and Corey, being so entrenched in his fake band and fake groupies, doesn't <laughs> seem to realize that Topanga has decided to turn on every sort of flirting she could try, <laughs> and he is just—it's just going over his head, over his head. Well, actually, I was kind of thinking as um, I was kind of thinking of it like maybe because you know how Sean said that they always go together or something along those lines. Um, maybe he was thinking like, oh, she's just asking me because we always go together, and she, I didn't like, she didn't want to just bail. So. That's not the vibe I'm getting. Really? No. Oh, I was. That's how. I mean. Your vibe is like how the show is trying to portray it, but uh, that's how I thought of okay. it. Like, what, oh, maybe I should ask. Uh, or- you're, you're the way the vibe that you're getting is way more plausible based on the last episode than my version of she's really into him all of a sudden. Even though an episode before he started a rumor about how we banged, and then only people <laughs> in that classroom. Oh yeah, that I mean. Of course, she shouldn't be into him. Oh, well, absolutely not. But no. that would involve that this this season has linear writing and that's right, not the case right. of course right i know i'm not saying that it's good writing or that it's um you know continuous from the last episode but that's how i was getting it because i was like oh maybe they always go together and she just wanted to see what he was doing and then maybe he was thinking like oh i don't want to make her go with me if she's already got like this other guy she wants to go with mm-hmm. i don't know that's how i thought of it yeah well but yeah, he's like yeah I'll go with jeremy oh, okay <laughs> Yeah, showing indifference, because that's the way to play it. <laughs> yeah. But then it cuts... Wait, then it goes back home. Cuts to the living room again, and they are auditioning 
new band members. Corey and Sean, yeah. Shory are, are auditioning people. Mm-hmm. We get, but they don't want actual band members. Oh, no. They're, they're, it's a fake band. Yeah, they want people that they can look better than. Right. So Basically for show. We get multiple people that try to play the same type of blues song. It's like a montage joke. It's so with like weird. Um, a bunch of weird. We get a tuba guy. Right. There's like a nerdy tuba we guy. Get a guy from Stomp. He's like he's just drumming. Oh, yeah, on everything. drumming on everything, guy. We got the guitar guy that's really good, and he's like, "We can't hire you because you're too." And he's like, "Because I'm too good." And he's like, "Yes." Yeah, that guy. And then we get an accordion. Oh, the accordion guy. And then we get monks. Right. Then there's some uh, Franciscan monks. <laughs> then oh, uh, we get a dude named Thor. <laughs> I tie into Avengers. Topical. Who has the same hairstyle as Sean? That's what I'm saying. It's very of the time. Yeah, he he's, but he also has the multiple toned shirt that Corey would wear. So he's kind of like if you mashed Corey and Sean together and wiped away the blood. A combination. Yeah, and then uh, you just happen to get a random black dude in Sergeant Pepper gear who just sticks his tongue out, and that's his thing. Yeah, the other guy just poses, and this guy just, like, sticks his tongue out. So they hire them. But, so they hire, doc, or I was going to call him Dr. Pepper, so Sergeant Pepper and uh, and Shory. I'm a, and Shory, uh, I'm just going to call that dude Shory. Shory too. Shory too. And so they come up with a few rules. Their main oh, yeah. rule is to never we play never, a note. never, ever play. <laughs> and then... The scene ends with Alan coming in, buying the g- most ginormous amp from a garage yeah, he's sale. He's like wheeling in this huge amp, <laughs> and then uh, Eric comes in with all this other crap. But yeah, his jacket, his fringe jacket. Doesn't he have other? He's like a mic, maybe. Yeah, he's and got a like a bunch of other and microphones crap. and stuff too. And Amy's like, "What? What? Yeah." <laughs> She's like, "What's this garbage?" <laughs> He's like, I want to start the band back together. I'm going to have the band over. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And he, I believe he says at that point, I wonder if, they, I wonder if they're dead. Oh, yeah. And I went, He's oh, like, my God, really? <laughs> it was a joke, though. Yeah, I know, but Jesus. <laughs> but then it gets back to school with the girls again, the girls and Shori, and... He's like flirting with them. He's like, oh, I'm just listening to the music in my head or whatever. And he's like, but then I see you and it's our song or something. <laughs> the, something dumb. The groupie chick, no, the blonde groupie chick looked straight out of Clueless, by the way, with like the pink hat and then the pink like skirt. Oh, yeah. They were they were very trendy. They were all over the place. Yeah. But Sean, de- Sean decided to lend Corey one of his bowling shirts for this scene as well. Yeah, I was like, ooh, it's a Harley shirt. It looked like a Harley. It looked like Harley Kiner shirt, actually. Yeah. You're right. I'm like, that's, I guess that's what they think cool guys wear. I guess. Oh, my God. <laughs> Again, Harley wears nobody's asking if there's even a guitar in that case. <laughs> I guess you would just assume there was. But he does. He's flirting with them, and then Turner's like, you're a dork. Yeah, Corey, <laughs> I think Corey uses the logic that he's cool because he has the guitar case, and that Turner is cool because of his motorcycle helmet. Mm-hmm. And Turner's like, I use the motorcycle helmet. You don't play guitar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like, you nerd. You a nerd. Yep. And then we get 
Mr. Feeney. Feeney, right. Feeney comes in and says that the band that has been scheduled to play the dance will not be playing the dance. <laughs> but he phrased it so dirty. <laughs> yeah, well, do you remember the name of the... He said Devil's Seed. No, Demon Seed. Oh, Demon Seed pulls out. <laughs> yes, and I wrote, I was like, this Ew. seems like the most inappropriate band name for a band playing the seventh grade <laughs> dance. The seventh grade dance, yeah. Feeny, come on, man. <laughs> Maybe he canceled them purposely. Maybe. But he's like, yeah, no band. I'm going to play my cassette that I got. <laughs> oh, no. Before even the cassette. He says that the band canceled and everybody is up in arms that this band can't play because having a live band is apparently a huge deal to these 13-year-old kids. that's a sitcom thing to have a live band. I never had a live band. I, I never did. At a dance I, I ever went, went to. A dance, so. uh, we just had interesting DJs. Yeah. <laughs> And by that, I mean not so interesting. Yeah. Well, Feeny, well, Feeny's like, I'll be the DJ. I have the perfect cassette. It's the sweet reggae tunes of Jojo Man and Brother B, who performed in, live at the something hotel. At a hotel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because the girl's like, we want live music. And he's like, it was recorded live at the Crown Plaza or whatever. Yeah, it was like the Regency or something. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but then oh then they're like oh but uh Corey and sean have a band they you know and they're like play, we've heard play. them play yeah and i'm like even Corey said the same thing i was like bitch you've never heard us play <laughs> yeah he, she's like they're so good they're so good he's like they have a band um and they're like mr matthews you have a band you're hired <laughs> and then ask them what the name of the band is Oh, yeah. And we get this quick glance where it goes to three different posters and it focuses on the words violence, sex, blood drive, blood drive sex, and exits. I was like, what the, what the, the bloody, blood, the sexy blood drive? <laughs> sexy blood drive. I don't know. <laughs> the bloody sex exits? Yeah. That sounds gross too. <laughs> That's like that, um, did you see that family guy? scene where Peter they ask Peter what his name is and he's trying to think of a fake name and then he they cut to a P and then they cut to like something and then they cut to a griffin and he's like Peter Griffin shit <laughs> <laughs> that's what it reminded me of <laughs> uh, family guy has good jokes every once in a blue moon <laughs> yeah and so the band's name is The Exit which it's not the, bad. The writing room for this episode shits the bed <laughs> twice when it comes the to band names. and the exits. Somebody was like, "Just put the in front of everything." Yeah, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> That's a band if you just put the in front of something. Yeah, it's so weird. <laughs> uh, but yeah, then they hire him for the dance, and then Sean comes in and he's oh. like, "Guess who's doing the dance?" <laughs> okay. This is a very, very specific reference. But Sean is wearing a red turtleneck and this weird pattern black and white shirt. Now, warning, reference alert for maybe three people. Okay. Sean, in this look, looks like the main villain of the video game L.A. Noir. 
end of the main villain. (laughs) Yes, there's multiple there's multiple missions and stuff, but the main villain of L.A. Noir. (laughs) If you don't know what I'm talking about, look it up. But yeah, he's confused. But Sean all of a sudden decides to become super stupid. He's like, wait, why is he stupid? Well, they're like, what are we going to do? And he's like, well, we guess we're going to play. <laughs> Corey's like, we don't know how to play. <laughs> oh, I was thinking of when the like, uh, he's like, guess who's playing the dance? The exits. And he's like, oh, they're really good. <laughs> Sean. And he's like, wait, that's us. No, they're not that good. <laughs> Yeah. So, right, but then it goes to Chubby's. Then it goes to Chubby's. Where they're panicking. Yeah. They're panicking. They're panicking. They're panicking. And like, what are we going to do? We need a plan. Yeah. And, the, and that's where the other two band members decided to just leave. Yeah. It was originally four, but then they're like, oh, bye. Yeah. We thought <laughs> we, we can't actually play. <laughs> then, um, then that's when Sean's really stupid. Yeah. But. Yeah, the the other two guys leave, and they're like, we need a plan, we need a plan. And then Sean's like, okay, that's a good plan, even though they didn't think yeah. of anything. He's like, he's like, I, ha- I haven't set a plan. He's like, the, you don't want me to give away the plan. Yeah. I see what you're doing. I'm never going to give away this plan. And then he just throws water in his face. <laughs> yeah, he's very, very stupid. Very stupid. But yeah, they're panicking. They don't really think of anything. Nope. We don't have a plan. We don't come up with a plan. So then we cut back home. Yeah, because we have to go back to this super important B plot. To the Alan plot, yes. Yes, and Alan is in the living room with, with three other members bandmates. of the Tongues. Yes, and then I'm assuming they're a real band, but Mike wouldn't tell me who. Well, technically they're not a real band. But they're made up of three separate members of three separate bands. Oh. And I thought you might have recognized one of them, but I was wrong. I don't uh, recognize One anything. of them is Mickey Dolenz from The Monkees. That is the singer that we see later. Oh. Uh, one is Billy Vera, who is from, uh, who was a singer from the 60s who had a number one hit with the song At This Moment in 1987. Hmm. And then the other is Rick Nielsen from Cheap Trick, the guitarist. Oh. It's kind of hard to tell that it's that dude because usually he has a hat on. And uh, Wait, which guy was that? The, the, uh, the guitarist who wanted carrot juice. Okay. But usually he has like glasses on and a hat. Oh, no, I definitely didn't recognize them. But once I started singing really well and playing really well, I'm like... This is probably a real band. Mm-hmm. And then I also kind of thought something was up. Because, this is going to sound really mean. But I was thinking, I was like, these guys are too ugly to be actors. <laughs> that was my first thought. I'm like, they must be famous because they would not get hired um, as actors for sure. <laughs> yep. right. But yes, they were. They're in a real or they're real people. <laughs> yep. um, so we learn that all of them are living regular lives and that Alan is j- just wants to keep bringing up the past and wants to relive the past. Kind yeah, of like what does he say? He's like, the one guy brings up like cholesterol and the other guy brings up like grave plots or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, and <laughs> we also learn that they toured as a band when they were together. Yeah, he's like, we were in Scranton or something. I'm like, what the fuck? Really? <laughs> But then, um, is that when they 
well, figure out they have their guitars on them. Yeah, they all like, oh, I just happen to have my guitar yeah, in my like, car. Yeah, my guitar's in the trunk. I'll go get it. <laughs> so dumb. But then it cuts again very quickly. It cuts right quick back, back to the to dance. The, er, we see the dance for the first time. Yeah. Um, where it gets very far. This this lie is very deep at this point. They're literally backstage at the dance with like no instrument. Or, well, they have their instruments, right? But with no plan, no other guys. <laughs> the other guys ditched them. Their one plan, though, was to hire those two that actually played well mm-hmm. at the auditions. But they come and they say, oh, you're not paying us? Bye. Yeah, bye. We have We're another gig. So then that plan falls through. You want to know what I thought was going to happen? Hmm. I thought in my sitcom mind that Corey was going to call Alan and say, like, please help me. Please help me. We don't know how to play can you come down and play? And then he brings said jam band. Wouldn't that be a fun way to end this episode? Yeah, I was like, oh, okay. Like, they're not going to play, but they're going to bring these, like, good good-ish band. That would be a fun way to yeah. end this episode. Didn't instead, happen. we get this. Yeah, instead, that falls through, or the good guys fall through. Then <laughs> They decide to just go up there and strum the guitars. Well, they don't even want to go, but then Turner's like, it's the exits. <laughs> yeah, well, well, here's the thing. Corey's like, we got to get out of this. Yeah. And Turner's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call you guys up. And mm-hmm. he's like, well, no, no, I don't think we're going to go on stage because you guys didn't provide the right kind of turkey. Oh, yeah. We wanted pressed turkey. You gave us pressed turkey, but we wanted hand carved. And then Turner calls him up. I stop at this point to say that John Adams, John Adams High was going to get a get the band playing this dance, a craft service table, <laughs> complete with deli meat, bread, <laughs> boxed Gatorade, and generic soda. Holy shit! Well, that's probably. I mean, that's nice. I know, but I was just like probably weren't if they were getting paid at all, they probably weren't getting paid much. So if I was Corey and Sean, if I was if I knew that I was getting free food at this dance to <laughs> fake being the band, oh fuck yeah, I'm gonna do it. I want all that free stuff. Give oh me all my that. God. I would literally show up for five minutes, grab all the food off the food service table and leave. Oh my god. I don't think seventh graders care about free food. Box box Gatorade? I'm all about that box oh my Gatorade. God. No, some of the creators don't care. Uh, but, but nevertheless, yeah, Turner intros them deep. anyway. Yes, and they still go up there, which I was like, this is really awkward. At no point, they decide to stay on the... Like, why would you stay on the stage? Right. I don't know. That's why I thought it was really awkward. And then they just start singing, like, weird kid songs or something. Yeah. It, then they, they don't really show too much of it. They're like they they start yelling out to the crowd and stuff. Oh yeah, they're like boo boo. <laughs> and in the middle of this, what's beginning to become a shitstorm, the episode decides, hey, how are the old guys doing jamming? Yeah, then they cut right back to the guys, but they have to show them playing if they're real. Yeah, if they're a real band, people. and everyone's jamming. Right, they sound really good except Alan. Of course. Sounds really bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they finish jamming. And then 
he's like, okay, guy, bye, guys, bye. Like, tries to force him out the door. Yep. <laughs> then they leave. Um, and then he's talking to Amy. Oh, man. I, uh... <laughs> and he's like, why, do, why am I so bad? Like, I thought I was really good. And she's like, no, you, you were, never, were good. never good. He's like, she's like, you were just cute. <laughs> and they just liked you because you're cute. <laughs> She's and, like, I liked your package or something. Yeah. And and then it and then it's like then it it hints again that Amy and Alan bone. Because mm-hmm. again, this season of Boy Meets World has to let us know that Amy and Alan They say like it in a really bone. weird way too, because um he's like complaining about how he's so bad and how he's like Oh, I thought everyone liked me because of my music or whatever. He's like, I feel so cheap. And then she just goes, Do you want to feel cheap? <laughs> thought you guys sounded great. Well, they sounded great. I didn't sound so great. What happened? I used to be good. I think that attracted you to me in the first place. And you believed me? <laughs> yes. I based my life on it. Everything music. It was just the whole package. What package? You. You were cute, and you looked very adorable with your little guitar. It didn't really matter that you couldn't play very well. I just liked you. I can't believe this. All this time, I thought you liked me because of my music, and you just liked me because of me. <laughs> I feel so cheap. You want to feel really cheap? Yep. Oh, that's it. You want to feel really cheap. So weird. <laughs> we also get before this even happens, we show we go back to Corey and Sean deciding to play the name game as right. they're bombing horribly. <laughs> yeah, they're still on stage for some reason, and they're still getting booed. Uh, it's very strange. Yeah, and then we then everyone leaves, and right? then everyone essentially leaves. And it cuts, once Amy and Alan decide to go to the bone zone, <laughs> it cuts back to the dance and it's over. And Corey and Sean have fully embarrassed themselves. <laughs> and <laughs> he's like, Corey t- tells Sean, like, Feeney's going to come over here and say, like, Mr. Matthews, Mr. Hunter, blah, 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 blah. Right. Don't try to be anyone but yourself. The blah, 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 blah. Yada, yada, yada. And Feeney just comes over and laughs at them. <laughs> that was good. That was good. Turner walks up and says, I understand if you don't show up on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> they got roasted. Yeah. But roasted. there's one person that stayed behind. Topanga comes back. Topanga stays behind because Jeremy wanted to go to the oyster restaurant. The oyster bar. The o- the oyster bar? They're in seventh grade. Why are they going to an oyster bar? No, it was, uh, you missed something. What did I miss? That's where the good guy was going to go play. He's like, we got to pay and get, get the oyster bar. Oh, see? Tight writing. <laughs> so they were going to go see some good music. <laughs> But she just wanted Corey in his package. Ew, don't word it like that. <laughs> but that's how they keep wording it. They're like, I want the whole pa- or your I don't know. Something about it, wanting a package. <laughs> yeah. But she says she basically says the same thing as Amy just said. You know, it was it's basically word for word. She's like, I like you for you and I don't care that you can't play and you're just cute with your little guitar. Whatever. Yep. Yeah, he's like, oh, you, but you never got to you dance. You never got to dance, and Corey's like, would you like to dance now? Yeah. And then we, we get something like this. So you didn't get to dance, huh? 
Neither did you. You wanna? Sure. Greetings from the Fiesta Room. My name is Jojo Man and this is Brother B. Are you ready to party? What's your name? George Feeney. Feeney, Feeney, Bobini, Banana, Banana, Bobini, Feeney, Feeney, So the best part of the episode. <laughs> and then they're just like staring at the stereo. <laughs> yeah, just we- looking at it. Nothing weirdly. happens. They just cut it. They don't even dance. No. Um, they just cut back to home for the end credits joke, scene joke, whatever. Where um, it's Corey and Alan on the couch, and they're like, "Oh, you know this band thing is hard," and they're like, "We don't, I don't want this guitar." And Corey's like, "I don't want this guitar." And then Eric comes in, and they're like, "Eric, you're you're my son. You have this guitar." <laughs> And, and then, then he just starts to wail. Yeah. The then the joke is that he's really good at it, and then he just gives it back, like, "Nah." Yeah, he's. He's not even playing the guitar. He's just pantomiming, but the crowd goes fucking nuts for it for some reason. Either they're dumb or the people told them to. Or it's like just a just a automated track or whatever, like an automated crowd noise. Uh, maybe because it was just like an end scene. But they, yeah, because they 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 cheered over his joke, like his last joke. Oh, so maybe it was real. That's so sad. But they all love him though. So weird. I remember all the girls loved him. You feel like I'm talking about a dead person. <laughs> all the girls, they loved him. <laughs> yeah, it's. And then it was over. <laughs> yeah. Then. The end. It was over. And the episode ended. The end. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I. I don't know, man. <laughs> do we want to get into rating? Oh no, we, we'd have to do. We we got we got to ask one. Right, I forgot, I forgot. One more question. It's been a hot minute since we've recorded. Man, it's been a hot minute, but I mean, it, this question has been burning in my head to ask about this episode specifically. Oh. And that question is, what the fuck they wearing? <laughs> what the fuck they wearing? What the fuck they wearing? What what the fuck they wearing? And this is where we try to discuss all the wardrobe and fashion of this episode. And my God, <laughs> is there a lot to talk about. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, I didn't oh, have anything. Th- there were- well, I only, um, no spoilers, I only watched this once. So usually I watch it twice and I get more like fashion out of it. I really didn't. I got, I just noticed a lot of plaid and then... Um, their band outfits were pretty funny. Oh, man. When Sean, they were playing at the dance. Sean had a fedora on. Yeah. But he had like this long sleeve button up, but then he put a short sleeve button up over it, but it did not even match in the 90s. Like, it was like an orange. Which one was orange? The under one or the over one? I don't know. I don't know. The it over was, one. I mean, it was it was basically a long sleeve shirts <laughs> under short sleeve shirts under long sleeve shirts. Yes, I think it was a purple striped long sleeve shirt with an orange button up over it with the fedora. That was crazy. It was bananas. The the groupies. Oh my god! Every scene they were in, just stealing the show. <laughs> At the beginning, I think of, they were trying to be like trendy, like the cool girls. I don't know. 
Either way, they opened up this episode wearing just leather. All leather, all day. Well, they didn't want to show their nipples because they're only in seventh grade. That's true. I mean, they weren't nipples with hair. So they had to be cool in a different way. Yeah. There was... The blonde girl then looked something like... like she looked out of clueless, like I said before, with the yeah, pink skirt. Yeah, a lot a of boil- jean a, jackets, I noticed. So many jean jackets. A lot of velvet, too. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, <laughs> I put, uh, w- one of the notes that I put when we first saw the the uh, groupie number one was, uh, the girl's wearing a leather vest. That can't be a good person. <laughs> <laughs> or just a 90s child. Yeah. Um. Amy's blouse was something I mentioned before. Oh yeah, I really liked Alan's jacket, the his fringy hip, jacket, his hippie jacket. Yeah, it was. I don't know if we talked about it. It was like this um brown suede like hippie jacket with the fringe. I was into it. Uh, Topanga, when we see her in the hallway, is just wearing this weird mini skirt and elongated vest getup. She wears a lot of vests. Yeah, that's yeah. That one was all over the place. Um. Is that supposed to be like a smart girl outfit? Or like a smart hippie-ish sort yeah. of girl? I don't know. The uh, blonde girl groupie also in that same scene with Topanga, mm-hmm. she has a mini, a long sleeve mini dress. And it's mm-hmm. it's got a pattern on the t- uh, from her shoulders up mm-hmm. and from her waist down and in between, between under her boobs to above her <laughs> vagina is this giant brown... Just solid brown fabric. It looks so odd. Like she's wearing a corset. <laughs> and it's. Odd. I guess it's just, I didn't really pay attention. Oh, to well, her. again, you only watched it once. I, I know. But again, when I watched it, I just. Well, I was having a field day writing down all this stuff. I couldn't write fast enough with uh, crazy <laughs> stuff. Yeah. And Corey, again, Corey just raided Sean's closet for bowling shirts in this episode. Yeah, that was like his cool guy outfit. It's all over the place. Bowling shirts. Yeah. But <laughs> any others that come to mind? No, I didn't I didn't notice too much. Okay. Well let's uh let's rate this episode, shall we, Michelle? Okay. Why don't you go first? Okay. Well, I already said, but I did actually like this episode. I don't mind episodes that are about nothing because I I watch shows like that. Like Gilmore Girls and things where sometimes there's just episodes about nothing. I mean, I'm not a Seinfeld fan. <laughs> a show about nothing. That's the ultimate show about nothing. Yes. <laughs> but I don't mind shows or episodes like this. Um, I thought it was kind of fun. Disappointing there's no Paul McCartney with this band title. Oh my God. But I did give it pretty high. I gave it 8 out of 10 tongues because Alan was a babe. That also probably brought it up a point <laughs> so you think this episode is one of the best ones of the season last the first two seasons so far that we've watched well i kind of rate it based on how i liked it oh, okay you're not ready to get based on the overall i guess we'll find out at the end of the season when we compare this to the other episodes that we've watched and you go I can't believe I rated it this high. <laughs> well, we didn't, like we said before, we didn't really put any kind of qualifications on our ratings. You didn't really tell me what it had to be out of or, or you know what I mean? That's true. You didn't really say, like, rate it based on quality, rate it based on if you like it. You didn't. We didn't really specify. That's a good point. That's a good point. So I'm just rating this one based on that I liked it. Okay. Good point. Good point. 
And well, I'm I gonna, liked it eight out of ten tongues. Well, I'm going to do exactly what you did, and I'll rate it how much I liked it. Okay. In the exact opposite way, because <laughs> I don't like this episode. Also, one other thing I did like, although we know it's not really warranted, the Topanga Cory stuff, I thought it was age-appropriate. There was no, like, forceful, like, kissing or, like, weird sex puberty, wear puberty talk. I thought it was kind of like more age appropriate. She was just like, oh, I, I liked your little act. You know, I thought you were cute. This episode, I think, should have gone before the last episode in that I think it would have created a good ebb and flow to their relationship. Because. Yeah, no, it doesn't make sense after the last episode, but I just kind of like the, their tone better. Yeah, like maybe we're supposed to think that, oh, the Corey Topanga relationship is redeemed at the end of the last episode. Granted, it's kind of not. Right. It kind of shouldn't be. But if they did it this episode, then the next episode, it creates kind of like a peak valley situation in the terms of the storytelling. Right. As opposed to this seems like, it seems like a weird kind of natural, more of a natural progression in the, but the last episode was a complete weird progression. Yeah. And the one before that was weird too. Yeah. It's. The, like the Halloween episode was out. so weird. Yeah, yeah. It it's such a weird ebb and flow in this. It makes it it's obvious that these weren't written with any episodes, any other episodes in mind. No. So, but yeah, as I said, I don't like this episode. I find it's not that funny to me it's in comparison to other episodes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're right. There wasn't any sh- real like. Sh- um. Oh my god, I'm the worst with names, Eric. Jesus, there was no real like Eric funniness up there. That if you want to count the, the Allen Amy stuff. Allen stuff, is not what I want out of Amy and Allen. Like this Allen, basically, they were still kind of cute. Yeah, but it just seems we it it seems it seems like a four storyline. There's no Morgan. That's true. Morgan's nowhere to <laughs> Does be found. Does that bring it up, buddy? Yeah, there's there's four grown men playing guitars, and there and this child is nowhere to be found to complain about it. True. It kind of gave me Full House vibes. Yeah. You know what? With You're like right. adult men playing guitar a lot, and mm-hmm. like, yeah. <laughs> it's there. It seems like this episode, the the storyline is so fucking predictable to me. Maybe that's why I like it. But it's this seems like a sitcom episode, and the other ones kind of not as much. This has a stink of sitcom, like basic sitcom plot development and i don't like it it's not that funny it this is an episode that you i you could literally cut this episode out of this season and it makes it would you'd be fine oh yeah i agree i and that's i'm not a i'm okay with filler episodes if they entertain me and this one just never did anything for me so Uh, i have to give it a four out of ten jojo maz jojo maz jojo mans jojo mans Along with our rating of the episode, we like to rate just how dated the episode is using everything from wardrobes and haircuts to references and background. So tell me, Michelle, how 90s is this episode? Um, well, since I only watched it once, I didn't, I didn't catch two. I mean, obviously there was the band people. Yeah, I had to I had to put this in the sense of there's no real references. There's no like right, they don't nothing... call anything out specifically. No, not at all. I so I thought maybe the band dated it, of course, because I didn't. I mean, I don't recognize any of them. Um, even though, didn't we see Cheap Trick? 
we did see cheap yeah but i didn't recognize them um and then i mean the clothes yeah the cassette tape that they put in at the end right could be could date it a the little. feeny cassette that's true and like kind of the big stereo system kind of stuff mm-hmm. i don't know if like having a live band at your dance is like no i, I don't think so some, no um so i only gave it like a three three out of ten brother bees brother bees <laughs> <laughs> gotta get i i didn't do that i took exactly the opposite of you <laughs> i gave the the wardrobe on this is what drove my score up real high. Oh. And so I had to give it a 6 out of 10. Oh. Just on wardrobe. Yeah, I had to give it a 6 out of 10 tongues to take yours. Oh, my other one. <laughs> so we were very simpatico with our ratings. <laughs> but yeah, the the wardrobe is what kind of pushed this over. Like, oh. if this... If this um, episode had even a few more references, it would be like one of the top 90s. I wouldn't, like, <laughs> it wouldn't obviously go above, like, the Water wa- the water War episode or what was the 90s, or the, the the last episode we watched that was super, like, with the editing and the tapes and stuff. Oh, yeah. But it would be, like, third. Super easy. Oh, okay. But they, it just didn't have enough. Enough date, enough stuff actually dating it besides the wardrobe. So I had to give it a, a six out of ten, but it it came, it was it was contending for oh, sure. Okay. As an homage to the podcast that inspired us, the Gilmore Guys, we like to share a pop culture plug with you guys. It can be a movie, TV show, music, books, podcasts, etc. Just something we want to recommend to you, our lovely audience. So Michelle, let's do some PCP. What's your plug for this week? Okay. I've been watching a lot of YouTube lately. I feel like a teen. Um, but my new YouTuber that I've been watching, she definitely not is not underground. She has about 5 million viewers. She was nominated for like YouTuber of the year. Um, her name is Sophia Nygaard and she used to do BuzzFeed. Uh, she used to be on BuzzFeed. So her videos are sort of BuzzFeed-esque, but um, it's just like her and her boyfriend, um, just kind of makes like, oh, I wore this really crazy outfit for a week kind of thing. Or, but she kind of gets more into it, kind of more into like the history. And or she'll do like, oh, I bought, I bought the five things on Facebook. Why did they advertise this to me? But then she'll kind of get more into like Facebook algorithms and like why was this advertised to me and things like that. Um, but yeah, her name is Sophia. S-A-F-I-Y-A, and her last name is N-Y-G-A-A-R-D. What is your plug? My plug is something that I have been playing pretty much nonstop for the last week or two. Uh, after watching <laughs> Infinity War, I got really into, really felt what the What if need. Infinity War was your plug? <laughs> oh, yeah. Have you guys heard of this uh, indie movie called Infinity War? <laughs> Uh, after seeing Infinity War, I was feeling like playing some Marvel-esque games, and since there are not many, I knew of one game that existed that came out at the end of last year that I had not played that I thought, hey, why not give it a try? So I picked up Lego Marvel Super Heroes 2, <laughs> and boy howdy. It's cute. Is it cute and fun and addictive? I had played the DC superheroes game that Lego put out a year, about a year and a half, two years ago, 
I love DC more than Marvel, and that game was so in-depth, and I loved every second of playing that game. (laughs) And this is exactly what this does for Marvel. Obviously, I don't know as much, but it is so in-depth and crazy. Some real deep cuts. Some real, real deep cuts. It's cute. There's some humor in it. It is very simple to play. Anybody could play this. Yeah. Michelle has played this game with me. Yeah. Well, I have played Lego games before, though. Yeah. The I. It, but if, if I you've could, played ever, if you ever played any Lego games, you would pick it up. Yeah. Oh, it's if you've played the Lego, like if you've never played a Lego game, it is fun. It'll kill a lot of time. It's very cute. And they have one for like every fandom. There's one for Harry Potter. <laughs> there's a Harry there's Potter one. one. There's a Star Wars there's one. Star Wars ones. DC, Marvel. There's Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings, yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean. There's a um, Lego movie one. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Basically, my plug is specifically for the Marvel game, but all of the Lego games are great. So They're so fun. That is my plug this week. Yay. <laughs> yeah, brother. That's PCP. Angel dust, Sherman Hemsley, Love Boat, Ashy Ashy Ashy. So let's talk about the next episode, shall we? We are now at episode nine of season nine. two, and it is entitled "Fear Strikes Out." So, Michelle, what is this episode about? Hmm. <laughs> Strikes out. I'm assuming maybe something about baseball. Corey, we haven't had a Philly watch in a while, but Corey, we know, is into baseball. But I don't know what he'd be afraid of. I don't know about that part. Guessing some sort of Philly's watch situation. I, You know what? Are you going to give me any? You are sort of close. It does involve baseball in the sense of rounding bases. In the se- Ew, what? And what I mean is... Ew, what? Corey makes the mistake of hesitating to... Kiss to Penguin no. in front of everyone at a makeout party, leading no. his peers to ridicule him about his shyness. No, I'm gonna jump off a bridge. Oh yes, I hate these episodes. Oh, it's. I uh, never. Th- this is how prudish I am. I never thought of striking out as in like with a person. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh strikes out, baseball, bowling, la, la, la. Oh, man. If I could record <laughs> Michelle watching this next episode, I would. Gross. Because the ewes are going to be a-flowing. Cringe, cringe, cringe. But that... Maybe we'll have to get Kimmy, our resident puberty expert. We might have to, because <laughs> this is all about making out and, and doing the do. But we'll see. Well, You'll have is to it ch- more of like a seven minutes in heaven yes. kind of party? 100%. <sighs> But we'll talk about it in the next episode. But guys and gals, we've reached the end of this episode. As a reminder, our Twitter and email is... One boy, one girl, one world. All numerical ones. That's our Twitter, Facebook, and Gmail. Please like, subscribe, thumbs up, five stars. Any way you could validate (laughs) us as podcasters and people, please do it. Please let us know you're out there. I just need to know you exist. No, stop <laughs> Check out our Facebook page where every week we will post these episodes and we might even throw an article or two in if we feel like it. We'll keep you up to date on the new Dr. Doolittle. Uh, 
Um, I haven't heard any scoops lately. We haven't heard any scoops lately, but we'll keep you in the loop. (laughs) But for your boy, Mike. And your girl, Michelle. Do good. Class dismissed.